like, what is the... Huh? We were recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, what is happening? Welcome to it all new the giant contraband robot. All I'm gonna say is at the start of this episode, fuck the police. Yep. I, we we understand not all officers are bad, but we're not going after the good. Well, no, we're going after good officers as well. You don't speak up, and people die. And you don't speak up, you get charged with accessory to murder, as well. So, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Fuck you all. And if you have a problem with me, Desi is dead on Twitter. Don't fuck with my Instagram. Don't, don't fuck with my IG. I might have to change my IG now. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been the first time, that's for sure. I know. I, I hide. I If you go on my IG and why I change my, my profile or my name all the time, family keep on finding me. Like, fuck. <laughs> well, I'm sure it, like, recommends you to them eventually. And when they do, I delete. I don't want I, I make it very very clear to family mm-hmm. I do not want you to follow me I don't want to follow you yeah yes we're family we're blood but what I'm into I don't it doesn't gel with with the family we can say we're connected we're family no. the only person who understood that <laughs> is my grandma and my brothers everyone else Nah. So, <laughs> I don't want them on my social media. Yeah, there's very few family members I have on my social media. <laughs> yeah, I, and I can legit count with one hand, with one hand of, for, of family members that was on my IG. Only, for, yeah, five, pretty much. I don't have six fingers. If you have uh-huh. that, you know, I don't know. If anyone's <laughs> thinking that. I only, I only have five. And they're cool. They're calm. Um... I don't do anything too crazy for them to be like, uh, you good, guys? I'm fine. I just used to post shit that pops in my head. Like, one cousin, she was like, you're right. Most, more men need to eat pussy. That's right. <laughs> Us men need to eat the cat. That's what we need to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cat is where it's at. Yeah. Especially if it's, um, nah, I'm not going that route. I'm not going that route. I was thinking, I was thinking, I was <laughs> I was, I was, my mind was going there. My mind was going there. Your mind was telling you no. Oh, wait, no. No, actually, we're no, 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 X, X, yeah, no, wait, X, R, Kelly. We're not cutting that. We don't, you, you brought up R. Kelly. No. No, okay, for the record, I brought up the song, Fuck R. Kelly. Like, legit. <laughs> for the record, it's just the song is like, see, that's the crappy part of a lot of that. It's like, <laughs> The song is there, but no, legit, fuck R. Kelly. Like, but that that is, but that is a good question though. Can you separate the art from the artist? I I think you have to acknowledge what the artist is, no matter what. Like you, like no matter what. Yes, you should be able to separate the art from the artist, but if you understand the, that the artist has done something that you don't agree with. Um, depending also on the nature of what that is, yeah. would also determine that. So it's like, let's say, I mean, uh, man, this is Kevin yeah. Spacey. It'd be one. Kevin Spacey, exactly. Like, Kevin Spacey is a good if one. If you like House of Cards or Baby Driver, or mm-hmm. um, uh, not Pulp Fiction. Oh fuck, uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah. 
you like fuck you want to enjoy it but then every time he comes on you go like you get uncomfortable because you know what he's done you hear actors and actresses on what he has done on set yeah so it's like you can't use like you for him specifically you cannot enjoy watching these films like baby driver is technically tank i got to see it as mm-hmm. soon as I saw it, reports about him came out. Mm-hmm. I can no longer enjoy Baby Driver. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. And there was one movie I, I really liked um, by um, Richard Pryor, um, Hear No Evil, See No Evil, with him and Gene, um, Gene Wilder. He plays one of the villains. But then it's like, oh, God damn it, yeah. I can't enjoy it. Like he, yeah. he makes films like we can't I can't enjoy, and we talked about um Criminal Minds on uh, right. fuck God, I want to say Night Owl, probably Night Owl. Oh, it was it was probably a conversation we had before we recorded um, mm-hmm. about California, uh, the state of California is suing CBS and the production crew for Criminal Minds for making it an unsafe environment. Yeah, and knowing that, I'm like. I can't enjoy Criminal Minds because one of my uh, favorite TV actors, Thomas Gibson, if you don't remember him from Criminal Minds, you may remember him from Dharma and Greg as Greg. <laughs> Which, that is a side point. That is a hell of a 180. To go from super comedy, that is Dharma and Greg, uh-huh. to go right into the, uh, Criminal Minds. Yeah, like that's... That's a really good show of range, but a really weird turn. I know. I'm like, and then he reprised his role as Greg on Two and a Half Men um, with um, him and Jenna Elfman. I was like, but by this point, they are uh, has they have a rocky marriage. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that was about to happen. <laughs> yeah, that was, they, I was like, yeah, that's about to happen. But they're still together. Mm-hmm. I was like, yay! I was like, do a reunion show, man. Fuck this shit. I mean, like, if all these other bullshit shows are getting reunion episodes, like, fucking friends. I can't see oh. it. I'm rolling my eyes super hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like friends. I, I don't, I really don't either. Like, I get why people like it, but I just don't. I just don't see why people like it. It's like, it's like any other sitcom, honestly. And I get it. It's like, oh, well, it's one of the ones that made sitcoms, like, a really big thing in the 90s. It's like, well, in reality, sitcoms have been around a lot longer than that. It was, like, it was the it was the popular sitcom of the 90s, but it doesn't seem that much more, I don't know, it doesn't seem that different to me, like, if you compare it to, like, a lot of other sitcoms that exist now. Yeah. Um... It's, a, it's very formulaic, but, I, again, I get why people like it, because it was the popular one at the time or like they they connect more with the characters because they have more similar situations than certain other ones but the point is it's still a situation comedy that i'm kind of over at this point i think it's me being more jaded over those types of genre and storytelling than um more than the show itself um to give a proper introduction because we just went right into it welcome back to all new the giant contraband robot i'm your host (laughs) desi robinson also, Desmond Robinson, if you want to call me by my government name. Um, Twitter and Instagram, and now Twitch at Desi is Dead. With my co host, the Damon Lama writer, Christian Ventura. What's up, everybody? Um, we're gonna. Um, I meant when I said at the start of it, fuck the police. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, holy shit, the criminal minds, and then separating the artists from the, the source material. Like, well, I it, think it. Hmm? I was gonna say um, it is especially hard when it's. Um, we're gonna go right into DC because this one, Ivan Reese has said some derogatory shit for ye for fucking ev- not Ivan Reese. Um, Fuck! Oh man, I have a, I have, a, I have the comic, the Green Lantern comic book on my shelf, and I'm not gonna run to get it. <laughs> but <laughs> there is a D. I'm not gonna put his name out there because he doesn't need the he doesn't need the fame. Um, very direct comments on people of color and women and people in the LGBTQ plus. And like, oh, you one of those motherfuckers. I'm pretty sure DC is not gonna hire you. <laughs> and guess again, he's still he's still employed by DC. Really? Yeah. And certain writers like Mark Wade are even like, why this fucker is still here? Why are we still and Mark Wade left DC. Uh, and I'm and I know I'm right. He's not working for DC. He's doing he's working for IDW and Marvel right currently. So good. Like, like, what the fuck? Are we still hiring these fucking people? Hell, Jeff Johns and Jim Lee. Why are we still having you still? You know who they are. They're working. Mm-hmm. I can, I see why every day. Why Alan Moore is like, fuck everybody. You fuck with me, I'm gonna put a curse on you. <laughs> so you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a, I need to suss out Alan Moore. Like, teach me your warlock ways. <laughs> I want to put, I want to put spells on the people who are fucking with. I want the source material. It's not about our childhood stuff anymore. It's just the source material. And to go right off the point, um, Fox and the X-Men. Oh, God. I don't feel bad that Fox was bought by Disney. I don't. Yes, I do feel bad about the people who may have lost their jobs or their jobs got absorbed. They was in a position of power. Now they have to deal with someone else that's in that position of power within Disney. Um, yes, Disney's becoming a major conglomerate, but look, yep. Fox, Fox, what they do well is their indie films. Hands down, yes. Yeah. But their X-Men films, they only oh, have two. Okay? And this is with my rose-colored glasses off. There's technically only two. Logan and X2, X-Men United. But that's serviceable. Mm-hmm. I'm at, and I was gonna be like, oh no, the first class films are awesome. No, I t- no that's no that's out the fucking window. No, the first class films like I pack. Uh, I was gonna say Patrick Stewart again. No, uh, James McAvoy. That's how much you know James McAvoy killed it as Professor X. You still compare. You still be like you. You still think about Patrick Stewart. Yeah, and he made Professor X his own. And the reason why he made it his own is because how they wrote Professor X, which is mm-hmm. a dickish Professor X, which mm-hmm. in a way is Professor X in comic books. Yeah. Because and, mm-hmm. I was going to say, people was complaining, oh, he's not over the X-Men. Yeah, because he ousted his ass in the comic books. That's the one thing I can admit Simon Kinberg got right uh-huh. is when he ousted his ass out of the um, X-Men. Like, yeah, we're going to call ourselves the X-Men. It's just... Where it's no longer the ex Xavier school of gifted mutants. It's now the Gene Gray of gifted mutants. Except for, one little caveat, Wolverine came up with that name, not Cyclops. 
I still uh, Wolverine because Wolverine still is in love with Gene. Oh, little side note: Gene, Cyclops, and Wolverine are all in a polyamorous relationship. I'm I'm trying to remember when that was. Was that always true? This is a recent thing. Oh, okay. Jonathan Hickman. I mean, cool. Very interesting. Yeah. So yes, if you try to figure, yes, Wolverine and Cyclops are fucking. Okay, yeah, because I mean, canonically, and it's been that's already been well established that um, Wolverine is bisexual. Yeah, but not Cyclops. But now he is. Yeah, he's, uh, he's it, taking yeah. that adamantium. Nah, I'm not going that route. <laughs> second time <laughs> this episode. Second time this episode. <laughs> but yeah, um, but the first class films. <sighs> Look, Matthew Vaughn and his writing partner. Um, gave us awesome films like Kick, uh, Kick Ass, mm-hmm. the first one, Kingsman one and two, X Men First All Class, right. um, oh, um, Layer Cake with Daniel Craig, who was the first time I ever knew who Daniel Craig was. I don't think I saw that one. Which one was that? De- I recommend. Uh, I recommend anything on these podcasts. Definitely check out Layer Cake with Daniel Craig. It is really good. Okay. It, it, it is really fucking good. Um, this is way, like this is around the time after he did Tomb Raider with um, Angelina Jolie to write into Layer Cake. Yes, and Daniel Craig was in Tomb Raider. So was oh fuck, I forgot his name. Um, he was in. He's literally in. He was King Leonidas in Three Hundred. Gerard. Oh, Butler. okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was also in Tomb Raider. A lot of these dudes was in these fucking films back in the day. Wild. Yeah, that's crazy how they, that that carries over a lot. It's really weird and interesting to see that over time. Yeah, but X Men. <sighs> fucking hell! I get, I, I, I'm skirting this. I'm skirting this one. I'm. I'm literally pulling shit on my head, so I won't have to talk about this one because this is anger and fueled. <laughs> <sighs> So Simon Kinberg recently confirmed the relationship between um, Azazel and Mystique. Their father and daughter. They're Directly. Not, they're not the parents of Nightcrawler. That no, they still are supposedly. That makes no fuck. That's incest. Exactly. That's the problem. Like that's. That's the thing. But then, like, supposedly there's still Nightcrawler's, like, parents. But, you know, here's the thing. All right. In the comic books, all right? In the comic books, this is lore. Azazel is the leader of an ancient demonic race of mutants who lost the war with the angelic faction of mutants, who and they was then banished to another dimension. Azazel is able to teleport from that dimension to Earth for... Um, for different periods of time it is when Azazel is he's at this time tracking down and impregnating different women who are uniquely strong and gifted to and gifted women so which means other mutant women or super powered women um he eventually stumbles upon Mystique uh, who is at this time living in Germany with a baron Azazel and Mystique has this child who has Mystique's skin color but the features of Azazel and his teleporting 
and and is teleporting. Except for Nightcrawler is an is technically an Omega level mutant who can teleport without. At first, he couldn't teleport without seeing. Now he can teleport without seeing. Which then put him in like an Omega class. Yeah, because he can little do some, he can do some damage. Yeah. Um. So. Like Goku instant transmission, but constantly. Yeah. Well, technically, Blink is better than Nightcrawler because she can literally transport dimensions. Like, if there was an asteroid M in space, she can teleport from there back to Earth. Ah, whereas he'd like. Well, Nightcrawler, he would die doing that. Oh, okay. Um. So, the X Men's Fox, (laughs) the Foxman timeline. Oh god, the Foxman timeline. Yeah, I call it the Foxman. So, Azazel is the father of Mystique, but he is not the father of... Neither one of them are the parents of Nightcrawler. Did you and I read different articles? Possibly, okay. I got my article from comicbook.com. Yeah, because I think yeah, that's the same one I in got. The middle, in the middle maybe of the... I read it. Maybe I did not pay that close of an attention to it. Because for some reason... Because you was eating while reading. You don't eat while you read. Okay, I'll give you that. You was, <laughs> you, was, you was four mouthfuls worth of food. I don't know what you was eating. It must have been that good if you can't pay attention to the article that was given to you. <laughs> and especially though, like... Azazel and Mystique were lovers. And then this is what really, really turned me off with comic book films doing this, you killing off characters who has history with other characters. And then, and I really hate where um, studios, well, comic book companies like DC and Marvel sell their fucking characters off, so which means those characters cannot be used in specific, no, in Marvel's case, they can't be using specific properties. Yeah. Like Mystique, oh, not Mystique, um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver has more of a, more of a connection with the X-Men world than they would with the Avengers. Yes, they premiered in the Avengers, but they was more pushed upon with the mutants. Yeah. So I'm like, we're not going to get... Maybe we will get um, Mystique dealing with mutants. Um, we'll see Elizabeth Olsen dealing with mutants um, as you future Scarlet MC. Witch, right? Huh? You mean Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the actress's name in my... In my Elizabeth Olsen is not Scarlet Witch, or is she? She's right. Oh no! It's the, uh, I'm just saying you were saying Mystique. <laughs> Was that? <I>? Yeah. <laughs> See, fuck these fucking films. <laughs> they right. they get you so boiled. <laughs> all right, let me temper my. All right. These films, they do not respect. They say they respect the um the comic lore. I wish, no, I, I wish Stan Lee was here so he can give it. I know, I don't think he would. Actually, I take that back. I, I, I was going to say, I, I'm, I don't think Stan Lee would talk bad about things that was made. He, he mm-hmm. just happened to the fact that um, things that he helped co create. The fact that he said he helped co create, not just created, co create, yeah. are being made into films that he wished Jack Kirby was around to see it. Yeah. Um, I respect that. I, and I know. He wouldn't like us trashing these films, and because if these films do bad, the MCU would do bad. 
if the MCU do bad, the DCU do, um, does bad, and other comic does um, would not do as well. But yeah. when you have a company like Fox who made these X Men films, don't respect the lore and the actual history, like you can, they prove that you can do an X Men film without needing Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Well, Quicksilver and this, and then that, that's another thing. Like, nah, I'm not gonna get into that because that one, that would, that would be, that would take longer to, to explain. Um, <laughs> no, because it, it, the whole Quicksilver thing is just like, are they gonna make him a legit villain in the MCU? So, which means, are they gonna bring um, Aaron Johnson back as Quicksilver? I, I mean, theoretically, that means he would have survived there then. But remember what um, Agent Hill said. He has an increased metabolism. So even if he did get shot up, we saw in the Flash Barry got shot up, shot up, and he healed from it. Yeah, but it would have. I'm pretty. would have known by that point, then, right? But he probably would. He was. He did not want to go to Sokovia to go against Ultron. You saw how hesitant he was. It took a Captain America speech to tell him to go do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He was already on the fence. I wouldn't be surprised if we did get an MCU film. Um, and if they introduced the High Revolutionary who um, experiments on mutants, I wouldn't be surprised Quicks and there, were, there was an issue with the High Revolutionary um, revived Quicksilver. I wouldn't be surprised he becomes a villain. Okay. I mean, I would definitely want to love to see their take on that. Because Aaron Taylor Johnson, he knows how to be a villain. Because mm-hmm. he has done some films where he was the bad guy. Um, he, he he plays that role, that those roles very well than he than he is when he's a hero. Hmm. I'm so, trying to picture some. I don't call any right now. Um, there was a couple he's done. He've done after Kickass One. He did, mm-hmm. he did one like a jaded character with one with Taylor Kitsch. Um, he did one recently. His wife um, directed it. I forgot the name of that one. He just he knows how to play those tragic roles better okay. than playing heroes. Um, and he says he did an interview. He's like, I can't say anything if we are if I am I am not doing anything with Marvel. You oh, do so that means yes. You, you do that means something. Yes. You doing something with Marvel, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, because if you say I can't say anything about what I what I'm not doing with them means that you can't say something. Like if you were not doing anything, you would just say that. Because he'd be like, "Am I dead?" I'm like, "Yeah, you dead." But he's like, "You must be doing something." It doesn't matter if your character is dead. You must be doing something. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> like, did, I did not know he was my age. He is. Yeah. And his wife is like 50 something, 50, 60 something. Wow. So he 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 married uh he married up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cuz um his wife directed those um I would like to see her do an action film cuz she I say what you will about those um BDSM movies that she directed uh 50 Shades. That was his wife that directed those? She did the last two. I think no, I think she did the first one. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think she did the first one to set it off. But um, 
I like to see her do an action film. She's always sticking to dramas and then that weird ass movie that every single woman and sex deprived <laughs> wives love so much. <laughs> but too much to the charging of Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dorian. Yeah. <laughs> who hates those films. That's how you know they did it for a contract. I mean, for a paycheck. And even he said yeah. as such. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that was. it's basically a paycheck for them on that one. Yeah. Because he was the smart one. We was actually bitching about those um, actors talking about um, singing um, that Beatles song by John Lennon. And they was all <laughs> they was all getting um, shit on, shitted on because they was in their second homes, you know, their home away from homes during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a smart thing. He filmed it in a bathroom that looked it homely. I'm talking about damn, dude, you got more money than me. You can't clean your bathroom, man. It's like, all right, like, I get you a little bit more. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we good, we good. Yeah. Like, I would like, like to saw him as Batman. Yeah. Dorian Gray. Yeah, that would be... Yeah. Dorian Gray, or... or... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm I'm making fun of Fifty Shades. Yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> I mean... I'm going that direction because this X-Men thing is really pissing me off. Um, like, you could picture Bruce Wayne being that way. He's probably not yeah. into it, but he's probably into it. I mean, yeah, come on, yeah. look at Catwoman. You he was into Catwoman, he was in Natalia. Are you telling me? Well, Talia raped him. I mean, let's call it is what it is. She said yeah, you was there. She's You was there, but you was not there. You just the minute you ranked Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but in certain continuities, they were together. Yes, but to conceive Damien, he was not there. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Physically, she made it happen, but mentally, he was not there. You saw the look on his face when she said that. Yeah. In animation and in comic book. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah, Batman. Batman probably has his own other section of the Batcave. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's him and Catwoman's married now, and they got a kid on the way. I hope, and I hope it's a daughter. That'd be that would be interesting would, to watch. I guess. Like, and you want to know why? Uh, so why? Because she later becomes the Huntress. Ooh. Oh. Catwoman and Batman. Burbs Helena um, Wayne, who becomes the Huntress in the future. Oh damn! Yes. So I because yeah, they, cool. they did not they did not DC did not reveal the sex of the child, but if it's a daughter, they're literally sowing the seeds of the future Huntress. Well, to be fair, I would argue that it was Bruce that sowed the seeds, but yeah. Well. <laughs> If we want to get technical, yes. <laughs> and we want to go on to a story point. Story-wise, it's the writers who's throwing the Easter eggs to Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. In a way, because... I, you have I would to, love an updated version of Batman Beyond. There is one. It's, current, it's current, well, when DC starts printing comic books again. There is um, a current Batman Beyond book with Terry McGinnis still as well. Spoiler, 
currently right now he went against a villain that can wipe they'll not only wipe your memory but he takes those memories and he'll like batman terry fought him he touched him wiped terry's mind knows he knows terry is batman knows bruce wayne is still alive because bruce wayne is apparently dead but now he's alive uh-huh. um air quotes that is a long storyline and that's that, that will take up this episode and I'm not comic historian or comics explained. So you go to their channel on YouTube, comic historian or comic explain. They they will, in highly detailed ways, retelling the stories um, that you probably cannot pick up or read. And that's how hmm. I keep. That's how I legit keep up with comic books. Okay. I go to, I go to those YouTube channels because I'm like, I can't purchase no comics at this moment. Or yeah. DC Universe is not releasing it any fucking time soon, so they have it here. I'm gonna have them read it to me. <laughs> and it's like it's like Audible. It's like Audible. Yeah, no, I would I would love to check that out. You know, I, I watch a lot of variant comics right now. Yeah. Just so that way I get like all those uh like the character highlights and all that kind of stuff. I would say get a DC encyclopedia. That's just as good. Ooh, nice. The tw- the 2019-2020 edition, those are updated. So everything has happened from the 1930s up until now. It's in the new encyclopedias. Ooh. So you get to learn more about New 52, including Marvel also released one not too long ago as well. Oh, nice. Yep, so... Yeah, have to check those out for sure. Definitely get some Marvel encyclopedias. Um, next up... Henry Cable is not returning to Superman just yet. He's still in negotiations. Let's just get that out there. Um, so this is from Rotten Tomatoes. Um, by article by Greg Dean Schmidt. Schmidty, <laughs> I was watching New Girl. Oh, you were watching it. Yep, Schmidty. <laughs> Sorry, the act. The, the writer's name is. <laughs> Greg Dean Schmitz. Oh, nice. But I, I don't care. Schmidt, hey! Ah, whatever. All right. Um, so we obviously know two years ago, Henry Cable last played Superman in Justice League. Well, he Henry Cable was dro- dropped out of talks for returning as Superman. He was supposed to be in Shazam. Um, but the time that they was filming Shazam, he was actually doing the movie at the time, and he couldn't. And it was not um, Mission Impossible. I forgot what other movie he was doing. Um, and he was preparing for The Witcher at the same time, so he couldn't do that cameo in Shazam, which was supposed to be him. So it was his stuntman. It was actually Zachary um, Levi's stuntman in the Superman suit. Um, go to um, mm-hmm. David F. Sandberg's. Um, Twitter, um, not Twitter, uh, goddamn YouTube page, and he has a hilarious um, deleted scene featuring Henry Cable. <laughs> Trust me, you, when you see it after this episode, you're gonna tweet, you're gonna text me like that was fucking funny. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> Trust me. Oh, nice. <laughs> you will. Um, I need some more of that in my life. Yeah, um, but right now the reason why there's talks. Obviously, it's because Zack Snyder's um, Justice League will debut on HBO Max in 2021, um, which he did reveal the first image of Darkseid. I roll again. You just did not see it. You can't see it. Yeah. 
one day we'll be doing YouTube videos and you get to see the air quotes and the eye rolls. <laughs> you get to see all the sass that you can't see right now. Yep. Um, but um, now Henry Cable is back in negotiations for further appearances as Superman. After all, similar to what have might been for Shazam, the talks with Henry Cable reportedly do not involve a Man of Steel sequel, Boo, or any other solo Superman films. Instead, he would be um, would be Superman appearances in other DC movies. Which movies or movies the disc deal might involve, we don't know yet, and it has yet to be revealed. But the titles written about this most week is Aquaman 2, Shazam, um, Black Adam. So his role would be like the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. um, like Mark Ruffalo. And that sucks. You, you regulated to you regulating Superman to a supporting character. Yeah, because Superman deserves his own movies in his own right. He's Superman. That'd be like <laughs> that'd be like if the Marvel universe was just like reserving Iron Man to you know every other movie instead of his own at that point. But the thing is, Iron Man got three films, right? And he was able to, and then it was up to Robert Downey Jr. All right, I'll do a cameo here. I'll do a cameo there. But I want this X amount of dollars. Marvel, okay. You gave us three box offices. Yes. Um, Iron Man 2 and 3 is critically and fan divided on yeah. if it's pop- on its popularity, except for they love you. Warner Brothers. Fans love Henry Cable as Superman. And yet they're going to bench him. Yeah. And he's re- regulated as a supporting character. Like... Like, I don't think James Wan is going to use Superman in this movie because technically, yes, Superman can technically do. He's more powerful as much as Wonder Woman is a god. Mm-hmm. Superman proved that he can beat Wonder Woman in Justice League. Yeah, he proved that he could beat Aquaman. He can he can breathe underwater like Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He can breathe in, he proved that man is still he can breathe in space. I mean he's OP'd. Yeah. Like he, he Go ahead. It's so difficult to describe how actually strong Superman is, but it's basically like think of the the I, I think of the idiom that goes uh being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. It's like if you threw an asteroid at him, he would be like the hard place where that would just not move. An unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Like yeah, um, I hate to bring up he is both. I hate to bring up Superman Returns, but Superman lifted. Yes, this is not Henry Cable Superman, but this is Superman in general. And this has happened in the comic books before. He lifted an island full of kryptonite and launched that <laughs> into uh, into space. Yeah. And lived. I'm pretty sure. And hell, when it got a recent, yeah, Justice League, he beat the dog breaks out of Steppenwolf. Like, one, two, couple of hits. That is it. It's like, that show, and, and you heard Steppenwolf said, the Kryptonian. Like, one more syllable, he probably like, the Kryptonian. Fuck! Because <laughs> he knows, Steppenwolf knows, he's going to get his ass whooped. And that's what Superman did. He whooped Steppenwolf's ass. 
and we got what we wanted out of Superman. His um freeze um his freeze breath. So. Hmm. Henry Cavill deserves his own movie. Yeah, for sure. And if you hear "Happy Birthday" in the background, my neighbors are throwing the party. I want to go to a party, but I really don't. Not right now. And nobody has masks on. Somebody literally invited me to a party today <laughs> to go tomorrow. Did it say mask optional? Uh, I said no. I didn't even ask. I just said no. <laughs> go. Just stay in your car, though. Legally, get up. Nah, I'm partying here. Just bring me my plate. Yeah, just bring me the plate, and uh, and I'll sanitize it in here. I brought my own fork. <laughs> yeah, I got my own music. I'll just sit in the car, grooving. Just playing grooves in the hall. Everybody plays that fucking song. <laughs> I don't know why that song pops in my head, including um, You Spin Me Right Round, Baby, Right Round, Like a Wrecking Ball, Round, 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 Round. I don't know why the fucking... That goddamn song popped in my fucking head. And now it's stuck in mine, so thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it's because of Ninja Sex Party I was listening to earlier today. I'm trying to remember who who sings that again? Um uh, I wanna say Flock of the Eagles, but I know I'm wrong. Hmm. I don't remember. I know I have eighties um I don't have Spotify up, but I I know um and I don't have my phone near me. But I know it was um I, I do have it. On an '80s playlist on uh, Spotify. Um, <sighs> Green Lantern and Justice League. Um, apparently, it's not going to be the Green Lantern, but it's going to be a Green Lantern in this cut. <sighs> I, Ooh, how do you feel about that? Look, I don't care. Somebody said you're gonna watch it um, eventually. You know what? They're right on that part because Detective Pikachu been out what three years, uh-huh. and I finally saw it for free. I still haven't seen it yet. For free. That's the that is the word of the day, folks. For free. For free. I do not want to have to. If I'm playing a monthly subscription to something, no, I am not watching. Hence why I have not watched Sonic. Um, it took me three years to watch the Take a Pikachu. So <laughs> I don't have HBO Max. And I heard HBO, HBO Max is trash because it just recently came out. Yeah, that's not a service where I was just like, okay, I need to get it the second it comes out. I'm not going to get it in the first place with all this. Because we, I've been very vocal on DC and um, HBO and Warner Brothers. And here's the thing, though. It was supposed to be called Warner Media. It was never supposed to be called HBO Max. But since technically H, um, Warner Brothers own part of HBO, mm-hmm. that's why it's called HBO Max. Ah, uh, okay. But because <laughs> they took it to the max, bro. <laughs> that's the first time ever on the show on the podcast I've yawned. <laughs> wow. The thought of talking about Green Lantern, HBO Max, and the Zack Snyder cut as made Daniel... you actually yawn. Yes, like fuck. <laughs> I would say this: I'm happy for Zack Snyder because he seems like 
No, he is the only director I've seen who cares about a movie he's made. Yeah, like it. Well, I, to the point where he's very passionately been telling everybody for years now that is not the cut the way that I wanted to cut it. Yeah. Um, say what you want and, about Sucker Punch <laughs> or his original films, or the fact that we yeah, we talked about his plans for BDS and how he wanted to do original uh, originally a Batman film, not a Superman film. Yeah. Regardless of all that, he cares about things that he is making. He wants mm-hmm. to see it through. Look at the Watchmen. And here's the thing. And I, part of me knew he was going to get a snipe, he was going to get a cut because look at the Watchmen. He got an actual director's cut for the Watchmen. Yeah. Which it, is badass. It, which included the Black Freighter short within wove into the movie. Yes, the movie is now over four hours long, but that's what the Watchmen is a very dense read. Trust me, that is you gonna be spend reading like it's a fucking novel. Damn. So wait, you have not read the Watchmen? I've not read it, no. What? I've not read it. I've seen it, but I've not read it. I will leave the comic book on the porch. Just tell, text me you got it. <laughs> like, what? what? You're fired. You're off, you're, we're canceling this podcast. You're <laughs> fired until you read The Watchmen and you watched the director's cut. Fired until further notice. Fired until further notice. I'm pulling a trump. You're fired until further notice. I've been, oh my god, I got furloughed during COVID-19. You got furloughed. <laughs> I'm the sole, I'm the sole host of now Giant Contraband Robot, Christopher Ventura, the Damon Lama writer, is no longer a co-host. It's <laughs> like, hey ho everybody, it's your only host, Desi the Sith Robins. <laughs> I got a new I got a new one. Make Christian read again. Make Christian read again. <laughs> god, oh god. God damn it. <laughs> Don't at me on Twitter. No. Add him on Twitter. I'm pretty sure his Twitter's his tweet is the same as his IG. Yeah. All right, there we yeah. go. You told him yourself. There we go. <laughs> but no, I do legitimately want to read it. I just haven't read it yet. I'll let you borrow my copy. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to read it. Oh, my God. Like I said, I have seen the director's cut. It's just I have not read it. Oh, they Ooh, shit. They probably... They pop and fireworks on your end too. Uh, I don't think that one was a firework, but yeah, sure. <laughs> See, that's why I hate fireworks. I, you can't tell. Sometimes you can, and that is a good thing about going to a gun range. Yeah, but then there is times where you aren't sure if it's a shotgun, or automatic semi-automatic rifle, a handgun, or it's just fireworks. That is the scarier part. Yeah. And then living in the projects for the majority of my life, they pop off fireworks to mask the gun sounds when they doing drive-bys or killing somebody. Yep, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, similar stuff's going on over here at the moment. <sighs> but I hear kids laughing in the, in the background, so it's fireworks. Oh, yeah. No, well, I mean, okay, so that, that firework was loud enough to where I know for a fact it's not on my street. Okay. And those kids are the neighbors directly across from me. Okay. Because... Uh, I would, I would, I'm at, again, I'm at Justice League 2021 HBO Max you trash um, <laughs> but there was one time I'm just sitting I'm just like legit dozing off and 
I was like, you know what? I'll take a nap. And all of a sudden, boom! I was like, holy sh... I, sh- I was shook. <laughs> I was shook. I was like, what the fuck is that? It was a cherry bomb. I was like, what well, fuck? I'm awake now. Might as well play some Animal Crossing. That'll probably put me to sleep now. Like, fuck. And that's not the first time I got startled. I was, mm-hmm. Here we go. Here's some confessions. So I did the very first Marvel movie marathon. The very first one back in 2012. Okay. That led up to Avengers. But it was in 3D. Um, the reason why I remember this so vividly, I ended up getting a migraine at the end of the night. Um, oh, God. But the 3D fucking worked. I'll, I'll tell you that. The scene where the Chitauri, um Iron Man is coming, and he's like, I got a present. Um, mm-hmm. I got something to bring the party. Is the the Chitauri, um the Leviathan. Yeah. I legit ducked and said, oh, shit. I legit thought it was coming at me. <laughs> I yelled out, oh shit, loud enough for other people to hear me. And I let you duck. And that was not the first time. The second time, once again, Avengers was only playing in 3D. My grandmother, oh, that's amazing. My, my grandmother didn't give a fuck, she wanted to see it. That's amazing, dude. And it happened again. I didn't say, oh, shit, this time, but I did duck. My brother tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, you good? He's like, I'm fine. He's like, what? He's like, I see you ducked. I was like, I, I was getting my popcorn. He's like, oh, okay. Nah, I ducked again because that same fucking scene got me. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, You man. just have good self-preservation skills. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's the Leviathan. It's going to eat. I don't matter if I'm ducking or not. It's going to eat me. It's like you were fucking Marty McFly outside the like the Jobs whatever movie. Yeah, I I I Marty McFly that except Marty McFly screamed. Yeah, yeah. He stood there and screamed. Fight or flight kicked in with me and ducked and yelled out, "Oh shit." I would never live that shit down, man. Oh, that's amazing. God damn. That was loud. Yeah, that was a big one. That was definitely a firework. Oh, man. Let's hurry up because I, I got it's getting close to being dark, and that's when the fireworks start popping off. Yep, yep. In our respective neighborhoods. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's like we don't live directly next to each other, but our neighborhoods are at least pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation. Has finally announced that on June fourth, this coming Thursday, the recording of the the day of recording of this podcast is May thirtieth. So this coming Thursday, June fourth, is a PlayStation Five unveiling. Um, hopefully, um, in the in the PlayStation blog, um, they teased um, the games coming to the PS Five represent the best in the industry from the innovative innovative studios that span the globe. Studios both larger and smaller, um, those newer and those established, um, all have been hard at work developing games that would showcase um, the potential of the hardware. He also suggests that the fourth, um, the June fourth event is the only part is 
part of part of a series of PlayStation 5 updates. It is unclear what is the future updates um, and also in form of streams such as this. Um, but rest assured that after next week's, um, this coming Thursday showcase, we'll have much more to see from PlayStation from, and from um, Sony. Um, this has been... We've been bitching about this since January. Mm-hmm. Like half the year. And we're literally coming... And as soon as we hit June 4th, we're in the middle of the fucking year. Literally, we're four months away from when this when the console is supposed to release. By this point in June, we should already know. By We already saw what the Xbox One X looks like. I mean, Series X. Um... We know, and they'll tell us when the pricing will be later in the year. That's fine. We got to see the specs. We got to see how the console looks and the controller. We know Game Pass is added onto it. We know everything will be ported from current gen to the next gen. PlayStation said the same thing, but they did not show us. They showed us the controller, but now there's a new controller on here that is all black. So it looks like we're getting two versions of the controller. Oh, so, so wait, my so theory, a black one and a white one theoretically. I have a theory. Okay. The black and they also recently said they're not worried about pricing for the next gen console. This is my theory. We could see um, two different PlayStation Fives pricings. Two different consoles with different specs. Now they say both are before K enabled. All right, but what if it's not the specs? What if it's the memory, like we've been talking about? What if we get a five hundred gigabyte PS five and a one terabyte PlayStation five? Hmm. I mean, that's my. I could see that, but i i would I would argue. That what if one of them is a PS5 with a standard hard drive, and the other one is the one with the SSD? Hmm. Or one with the solid state drive and one with the basic? Yeah, exactly. That could that could be a possibility because they have said they wanted to use solid state drives more um, than a normal USB, but still giving us the option to use external drives, which I am, which I fucking love. Keep the keep letting us use external drives because yeah. if you, the fact that we can now and here's one that that really um and it's still sticking with the um, topic is like we know we're not going to make um ps5 games to be backwards compatible to the ps4 i'm like we're like reverse compatible i'm like who the fuck is asking for playstation 5 games on the ps4 people who aren't planning on getting a ps5 like tell them to shut the fuck up <laughs> stick to the console they got until they're able to buy play. This is me. If I don't have it, I'm going to work until I get it. I am I have this PC. I have a laptop. I have a, a Switch. I have an Xbox. Two Xboxes. I have an Xbox 360 and Xbox One. A PS3. A PS4. Loot this man's house! I will stab. <laughs> I have... I have I will Hannibal Lecter you motherfuckers. I won't eat you, but I do know some pigs in the city that will erase you. Thought you was ever here. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm content. 
like until I'm able to get a PS5. I, I've not. I've seen people sell their sell their consoles to upgrade. I'm like, nah. I've seen videos and photos of people who has, you know, their lab library of games. Like, here's my PlayStation Three. Here's that. Yeah. I'm going for that's my goal. That's my end game. That's oh yeah. My end game. Same, dude. I still have my my 64. I still have my NES. I can't plug it in anything right now. Yeah. But I still have those. It's not like I'm gonna sell them so that way I can get um you know, so that way I can get the next console because it's like you then can't play the games that you already have. Yeah, and like I would is this I don't have an N60. Did they come out with an N64 Mini? Uh, I heard there's rumor of one, but no, they didn't like come out with one. I know there's um the NES. The Super NES. And the PS1. And the PS1. I would buy those because I don't have a PS1. And there are certain <laughs> games on there I would well, like to replay. Um, and especially the NES and the SENS. I definitely want those. I'm going to get I will definitely get those. But the real end game besides the PS5, a gaming, ca- um, a gaming cabinet. I, I want a Pac-Man or a Double Dragon or a Street Dude. Fighter gaming cabinet. Dude, I've always wanted not a gaming cabinet, but one of the the Pac-Man two two player um, uh, cocktail tables. Oh, I seen those. The ones with the glass top. Yeah. That like you could sit across from each other. Yeah, I seen those. Yeah, they're like eight hundred bucks online when I see them normally, but it's just like, damn, dude, I'm I really want it. Like, I don't want a cabinet. I want one of those. I know, cause last year when it was like, and earlier this year when they showed the Street Fighter and they showed um. I was like, how much is it? And the TMNT um, one, but turns back in time, mm-hmm. $400. I was like, I have the money. I have, no, I can't. I can't. I have to be responsible. I have to be responsible. <laughs> Fuck. And, it, and they're sold out. So, which means I'm never going, I'm now officially never getting it. Damn. Which is, which is sad, but at least I know I will get a PlayStation 5 eventually and an Xbox. Series X, or what I what I like to call it, the monolith. The monolith. It's like it's the eventuality. I know I'll get one one day, but it won't be because I ain't got no job. <laughs> but I do know, <laughs> and I, I'm not gonna. T- I'm telling on myself like that. When I do go to grad school, I'm getting financial aid, and we all know. Yes, <laughs> it's going for school. Yes, I, it is. But I'm buying me a fucking, I'm buying me a fucking console. <laughs> So, I'm getting my education worth. Money's worth. Because I, I have said, gaming does help with creativity for an artist. Yeah, it also helps your, your reflexes, you know, for athletics. Yep. <laughs> um, so, take a Bluetooth. Doc, go to bluetooth.com. Slash, nah, we, we're not sponsored by Bluetooth. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored, but please. Now, here's the thing, though. No, we're not going in that conversation because I thought it recriminated myself. But back on the PlayStation because we, we way off topic. Um, and I want to end this because um, some things are coming up that I got to take care of, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. I, I think I know what you mean. To I... be on the safe side. So um, I... <laughs> I don't want it. Here's the thing, though. The, the only thing that is, I, I really tend to don't want, I don't care about the games that are coming out. I want to know about the hardware. I want to know the pricing of the hardware. I want to know, are we right? Is the solid-state drive 
is going to dictate how much this is going to cost. We already seen the Unreal 5 engine. Um, we already seen the tech demo, that very boring tech demo. <laughs> we already seen the specs of the controller, but not seen how the fucking console looks. And here's the thing, though. I'm very sure it's going to look but ugly. But at least we get to fucking see it. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it's like no matter what that thing ends up looking like or the price, at least we get to see it and make our decision from that point. Uh, whether it's like, whether it's confirmed suspicions or hopefully a like nice surprise. <laughs> hopefully a nice affordable surprise. Hopefully. Um, but once again, the event will be this coming Thursday, June 4th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Um, check your local listings for your times in the East Coast, Midwest, and Central time. Um, and it will be at the PlayStationBlog.com. Uh, PlayStation.com forward slash PS5 where you can actually tune in live. Um, I know I'm going to be watching it. Uh, those are the fireworks that are popping off. <laughs> and my cat running to safety. So that tells us it's time to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast would definitely be bombarded with nothing but fucking fireworks. And we don't want oh, that. yeah. You're, you're going to hear a, a lot of background pops, that's for sure. Yep. So welcome to the summer of the giant contraband robot. Summer 2020. <laughs> And with that, stay safe, um, especially if you're out there protesting due to things that's going on. Um, stay safe. Um, use milk. If you get pepper sprayed or you're caught in tear gas, use milk, not water. Water makes it worse. Water makes it a lot worse. So use milk. Um, other than that, I'm not going to say Shazam. That We'll leave that for the DC review. That was really cool, by the way. Thank you. Editing at his finest. <laughs>